Want to make your own podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easy, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. Here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify, and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I feel like I have an outlet for the creativity and ideas I want to share with the world. I recommend you give it a try. We all have a voice, so share it with the world. Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to spotify.com slash podcasters to get started today. There are those that are going to be saved as if passing through the fire. So in other words, if you're born again, you're saved, you're gonna, we're all going to give an account um, of our works. So this is the judgment seat for the believers. All our works are going to be tried. Our thoughts, our words, our deeds, everything that we did. So if there's any I in there, if it's any selfish motivations, God's going to look through all the motivations on all those things. Even if it's good things, helping your fellow man, are you in the will of God? Is it glorifying him? The things that glorify God, his will on one's hand, and then you got I, which is tied into sin, which is tied into selfishness. So in in all our, as, as believers, we should ask the Lord to judge everything that we do. Judge my motivation, Lord, that you would be glorified in the midst of, of this, that I don't get any edification out of this, that you get your full reward. Because ultimately, when I stand before you, I want it to be tried by fire. I want to receive a, an eternal reward for the things that I did here because I did it in the, with the proper motivation. And that's going to be a crown of righteousness unto me. And then I get to lay that down at your feet because ultimately you receive the glory through it. So when we're talking about this mixture and then we're talking about, you know, living a fulfilled life in Christ, I think it comes down to, we got to, yeah, we got to be careful of the blending. Welcome to the Days of Noah podcast, where we talk all things biblical, supernatural, and strange. This week, we have a little bit of an unscheduled left turn, as Luke and I were going to have a particular guest to discuss deep underground military bases, which is a topic that we plan to cover in the future. However, we had some reservations about this particular guest because of a blending of New Age beliefs and practices along with Christianity, and so... We just decided to make this episode about that topic, uh, the dangers of that blending, 
and how to make sure that we have God's heart on whatever issue or motivation we have. And of course, that was something that we uh, learned a good deal about from uh, Timothy Bentz that we had on last time. So we were going to have a guest today and decided against it. And actually, that was one thing I was going to ask you about, um, was kind of what you were saying some things that you didn't trust this particular person. So let me, let me frame this up a little bit. So I came across a person who had some knowledge on deep underground military bases, and that was a topic that I want to address on our show at some point. And so I reached out to them. And I'm going to refrain from using the name, but reached out to them and uh, set it up that we were going to record today. But um, but there were some red flags as far as, I don't know, I guess a, a amalgamation of some New Age beliefs and practices and Christianity kind of mixed together. Um, but you said something, Luke, you were like, I don't trust the guy. What What was your... And I don't want to. I don't want to bash him here, but, um, but, what? Well, what was like? Well, I'm just wondering. Like, do you have like a dis, was it a discernment issue or just an inner feeling? Like you're like, eh, I don't know if I want to have him on the show. Uh, I'd rather save that for a conversation that's not recorded. But... Okay, that's we'll save that. Oh. That's all right. Oh. Well, um, uh, okay. Long story short, is is we. Decided not to, not to put him on, but um, but it got me at least thinking about things about the metaphysical worlds, things like the law of attraction that you can manifest stuff, uh, something just by you know thinking it, believing that it's going to happen, and then the universe picks up on that and you get what you want. Um, yeah, there was a book years ago, and I think I even had it for a short period of time, called The Secret, if I remember correct. And it, it, it was definitely along that line. It was very popular. And I think there were some videos that went along with it. And it was kind of like just this name it and claim it and just kind of like, you know, I'm going to get that parking spot. It's going to be a parking spot close to where I need to be. And, and I'm just going to, you know believe it and speak it and declare it and all this type of stuff. And it's going to manifest, you know, and it's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know where that belief really comes from, but if you go through that type of study, it's very, it is very new agey. Um, it's not biblically sound. Um, it's kind of all over the place. And yeah, it's kind of witchcraft. You know, we, we, we have, we have, yeah, we have to, we have, to, I mean, it's followers of Christ. I mean, our, our guidebook is the word of God mm-hmm. and being led by the Holy spirit. So, you know, if, if we're getting, um, it, you know, you, you could say that good things are happening, but who are you giving glory to? Right. You know, who, who is, who, where's the power source? Where's the, is it, is it me? Is it something I'm manifesting? Is it my 
you know, my humanity? Am I naming it some, you know, another another entity or? Yeah, and I think know? it's coming from the belief that, like, we're all connected in some energy force. So it's very Star Wars like, is the way that I'm understanding it. That we're simply tapping into a connection of energy or even being connected to God in some way. Um, yeah, and and if you remember the the book uh, Think and Grow Rich, I think it's Napoleon Hill, is it? There's a lot of that in there. And, you know, there's there's something to that, even not mystically speaking, because... Obviously, if I'm obsessing over getting a you know a certain car, then I'm going to organize my life and my finances around trying to get it. And so, yes, I can, I can kind of nudge things in the direction of making it happen. But I, I think that belief system is more mystical than just, you know, you can make your life whatever you want to make it and go out and go out and get it. I think it's more than that. Yeah, and, and you got some you got some preachers nowadays that, that are taking the gospel and basically you you're coming to church for a self help and right you know life lifestyle improvement type of thing when you know the I is supposed to die you know we're supposed to die to self and it's not supposed to be my will it's supposed to be the Lord's will you know so you know it's it's taking the focus and shifting it in a way that it's yeah. not healthy. Yeah. So, know. so some of the stuff that, um, I, I guess kind of threw up red flags for us were again, some of this law of attraction stuff, uh, astral projection was something that he was into and that I'm very wary of because the only, the major reference that I have of that was from a former Satanist who did that. And he would, he would fly around apparently leave his body and fly around New York and like cast down curses on hospitals. So people would die, you know, while they're sick in the hospital. Uh, he was a very high level Satanist and he's a, a Christian now, John Ramirez. Um, I believe that was his book out of the devil's cauldron, which is a very fascinating story of his life. But his family was deep into the occult, and uh, I think it was called Palo Mayambe type of Satanism. Um, and then psychic powers is another thing this guy was talking about, and Reiki uh, as being a Reiki healer. So I had to look that one up. And so I sent you a video on um, a former Reiki master who's a Christian now, this lady, forget her name, Doreen something. But, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, you'll have to, when you post this, uh, share that link. To yeah, that I'll do interview. that. I, di I didn't get through that whole interview, but um, the parts that I watched, I think it was worthwhile. It was short video, like mm -hmm. 20 minutes. Yep. And even even talking to my wife, and sh she understood the term um, and had had that practice, the, you know, the astral projection and... The, she understands all that type of stuff. So before she was a Christian and even, even now as a believer, you know, she'll, it, it satisfies the lust of the flesh diving into this stuff. So it, it satisfies that part of yourself that, that is selfish, you know, that is not 
it, it's opposite of what how God wants us to handle our relationship with Him, which is, you know, His will, not my will, humility and stuff. And it and it it puts you in control versus Him being in control. And um, it, it's very dangerous. I've got an old book by Dr. Rebecca Brown, and she teaches on astral projection, and and it's the way she describes it is it's a it's a demonic um force that is tied between your body and your spirit body which will allow you to whenever you want tap into the spirit realm and to fly around and go visit london or go here go there and stuff and then if you're and depending on what your purpose is or your motivation you could do exactly what you were describing with that other testimony you know you can do um you can spy on people you could uh you know curse them in, in different ways and stuff like that so there's times yeah so there's times in the scripture that the, the lord will allow us to see into the spirit realm or to tap into that but it's it's got to be all father filtered it's got to be through his, his control his initiation i believe it's not it's not us on our own and that's right that's uh one of the things i thought of thinking about this this week was again since we just had um tim bentz on and one of the main themes of talking to him was so edifying was gaining god's heart on an issue you know you might have the right answer the right scripture to a particular issue you might uncover a problem in your city and want to run out and deal with it but you have to gain god's heart and uh, on on that issue versus just plowing forward zealously and right. a couple verses um i looked up proverbs 19 2 it's dangerous to have zeal without knowledge and the one who acts hastily makes poor choices. <laughs> um, okay, and then, and then you th- and you think about what the the life of Christ. He constantly was saying, "I don't do works on my own. I do what I'm directed by my Father." Right. Yes. And that. So that, he was setting he was setting the example for us yeah. that we're not just supposed even with our best intentions, you know, I can't just bust into this bar or whatever and you know, and think that that is God's will. Yep. Uh, the reason you know, I, the reason I laughed a moment ago, I was <laughs> as I was saying that, I'm thinking about how I kind of hastily like shot a message to this dude, and and then and then I said to you, "Hey, we got a pen- potential guest," and just thinking about this that whole process, I'm like, you know, from now on, I think I'm gonna, you know, we're doing this together. I'm gonna I'm gonna have we'll have a consensus on something you know, as, as part of our discernment of how we want to go forward. But, um, and then another verse in Romans 10, which is not exactly the same type of context, but it's similar idea. Um, 10 to, for I bear them witness, they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. So, and, and one other thing I was going to say too is, um, and this is a theme I think we have in a lot of what we've talked about on the show. As Christians, we don't just reject something only because it's false, but also because it's counterfeit. Because a lot of the the powers that are out there, you know, the teachings that are out there, 
people don't just do them because they sound cool. They they do them because, in a lot of cases, they seem to work. But that doesn't mean that we get to go out and do them just because something works. Because it's often we're opening doors to to a spiritual world that we don't that God wants to protect us from. We're inviting you know demonic entities in. We're creating a doorway. We're satisfying the lust of the flesh, like you're saying, you know, because it's now it's about us, you know. It's this about is a, yeah. When you're tapping yeah. into the spiritual realm, if you look at the story of uh, of Saul and King Saul and um, Samuel the prophet, right? You know, there was a time where uh, Samuel died, and the anointing had, had had left King Saul, and you know he was still. You know, seeking knowledge and he, he ended up going to um, someone that did a seance and to conjure up and to try to touch base with this deceased prophet. And it, and it worked, but you know, it's, I don't know it. You, when you dabble in into the spiritual realm, there's so many lying spirits. If you're not having it father filtered, through Father God, through His Son Jesus, and being led by the Holy Spirit, you know, the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So, yeah, yeah you're right. We're it, walking just blind. Because, yeah, just because you're able to do something doesn't mean you should do something. Yeah. The whole Jurassic Park type of thing. Yes, exactly. You know? And so, yeah, you have to be led by the Lord. Otherwise, you're, 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 you're going to set yourself up to be hurt. Right. Well, I think one of the things, um, the, the Christian lady, uh, former uh, Reiki master person, said um, as far as some of the healings go that she discerned. I can't remember if she was told this or if God showed her this or what, but she said that sometimes there'll be a um, like an illness or a problem physically or something that's demonically caused, and then they'll a person will go see a Reiki master. And that demon will leave in order to create the picture that um, <laughs> that that this this thing worked. So yeah, yeah there's so a lot were, of deceit. They were on. healed by this method, but it's really a deception. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. That's that's kind of the the theme. As I listen to again this guy we were going to have on, and we're not trying to disparage him. If anybody knows who we're talking about or whatever and who knows maybe one day we'll we'll end up uh having him on the show but i think it's instructive as we have thought about this all this week about the danger of blending you know new age beliefs which come from buddhism and hinduism largely eastern philosophies with christianity and so i did listen to his whole book which is on youtube and the section, he actually brings it up and says, you know, oh, Christians might be, you know, kind of recoil at some of these things. And I forget how he phrased it, but I got the sense where he was just like, I want to learn more. I want to I want to expand. I want to grow. I love reading. And it was more like he was calling the shots versus 
you know, God is number one. And towards the very end of the book, he makes this appeal of like, the greatest thing you can do is serve others. And that sounds really good. But again, he doesn't have the priorities. A, a Christian is is learning to have the priorities as God is the center, right? We love the Lord our God first, and then we love our neighbor as ourselves. And so I get that he's trying to help people and, and this kind of thing, but um, yeah, it's dangerous, you know? It, well, yeah, help, helping people is definitely a good thing, mm-hmm. but the the Gospels or, or the Epistles where Apostle Paul is talking about um, rewards in heaven, I forget if it's in the Corinthians or whatever, um, that there are those that are going to be saved as if passing through the fire. So in other words, if you're born again, you're saved, you're gonna, we're all going to give an account um, of our works. So this is the judgment seat for the believers. I forget if it's called the white throne judgment or not, but, but it's all our works are going to be tried. Our thoughts, our words, our deeds, everything that we did. So if there's any I in there, if it's any selfish motivations, God's going to look through all the motivations on all those things. Even if it's good things, helping your fellow man, are you in the will of God? Is it glorifying him, you know? And if that's why I've heard it said when you got the things that glorify God, his will on one hand, and then you got I, which is tied into sin, which is tied into selfishness. So in, in all our, as, as believers, we should ask the Lord to judge everything that we do, that, that even if I'm giving a tithe or serving my fellow man, Judge my motivation, Lord, that you would be glorified in the midst of this, that I don't get any edification out of this, that you get your full reward. Because ultimately, when I stand before you, I want it to be tried by fire. I want to receive an eternal reward for the things that I did here because I did it with the proper motivation. And that's going to be a crown of righteousness unto me. And then I get to lay that down at your feet because ultimately you receive the glory through it. So when we're talking about this mixture and then we're talking about, you know, living a fulfillment, a a fulfilled life in Christ, I think it comes down to, you know, we got to, yeah, we got to be careful of the blending. And um, so, yeah, it it, uh, it takes heart. It takes discernment and being cautious. I know even some of the topics that we've addressed on the show the last, you know, what what are we on here? Episode 23, I guess. Um, you know, some people are kind of, ooh, that seems a little woo-woo. And, but, you know, so it takes discernment and being cautious, right? And... Um, but I was also going to say, as you were talking there, just how instructive it was to hear from Tim Bentz because he's talking about gaining God's heart, just what you're saying there about about an issue and really allowing yourself to be searched um, and be known by God. Uh, one of the things that stuck out to me, again, in this, in this guy's uh, book— he actually says, I don't know if you, you heard this or caught that, because I think you listened to it too. 
was that he rejected the concept of, of good versus evil, that dichotomy. And wow, did that stick out to me? I was like, really? So you expand on that? Because I'm not remembering that part. He, what was he? He mentioned it very what, briefly. He just said that he doesn't believe in the idea of good and evil, good versus evil. Like like that 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 concept exists is the way I understood him talking about it. I was like, really? So and yet he's he's espousing at different points in the book different Christian beliefs and background, and yet he's going to reject that basic fundamental idea that, you know, you're on God's side or you're not. And that struck me as being very similar to, you know, George Lucas' Star Wars' The Force, which I think, again, that's that's a New Age type of concept, right, that there's this energy that's that binds us and with us, you know. <laughs> yeah, that we could all that we could all kind of tap into, and and you know, if we just become. I mean, there is some elements of truth in the New Age movement mm-hmm. when you think about the unity. They they talk about unity or synergy, or if we could come together, we'd be stronger, and then we could fight fight these this evil around us. I mean, that sounds all well and good. And, and what did the Lord say when he was here? He said, I pray that you become one as me and the Father are one. So there, he does want his bride, his body, uh, his followers to be unified. He doesn't want the division. And and as as followers of Christ, there's a, you look around it, there's a lot of division just in the quotation, you know, Christian. Um, so... There, there is some, some overlap where they say good things and they're kind of on the right track, but it's, it's, it's counterfeit though, it's, isn't it, it? Yes. Yeah. It is counterfeit. Yeah. But it, it, it really so did. One, one, yeah. one thing that I wanted to, wanted to say, because you think about the motivation and, um, of ministers and stuff like that. And then I think you touched on it in the very beginning talking about dumbs or deep underground military bases. And it is something that I want, I would love to get more insight on more information on. And there's, there's a little bit out there, but what is the motivation of getting that information? Right. I'm thinking of, of two ministers in particular, Russ Dizdar and pastor Doug Riggs and their motivation in discussing that subject was about, uh, getting people that were victims that were down in those in, in those places free and healed. That was the motivation. And if that's not our motivation, you know, to see people healthy and whole, um, and then, I don't know. And then, and then it's, how are you coming about that information? You know, can you, can you trust the source when you got a lot of, you know, it, it's like the witness stand, right? You know, you got a good attorney or a good uh, def, uh, prosecutor. They'll put a witness, you know, the other on the stand, and they'll find some dirt or some lie that you have done to discredit. And you might have been saying truth, 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 but if they can get that focus on that wrong thing, it throws out your whole testimony. 
And that was one fear that I had with the guests that we were looking at is there was, there was, there was too much falsehood to go along with truth that it just took, it tainted the whole, whole conversation. And that makes sense. Now, okay. That brings up kind of that issue of discernment because, and this, I'm not going to recommend this for all Christians, but some of us have the ability, maybe in our maturity, to be able to, as I, I've, I've heard it put, uh, chew the meat and spit out the bones, right? So we're we're able to to listen to someone that you know our pastor or our trusted Christian friend might say, "Oh, don't read that guy's book. He's he's off his you know he's off his meds or he's off his rocker. That guy's." That guy's whack. You know, his beliefs are not biblical or whatever. But he might have some nuggets of truth in there. And so the, it takes discernment. So I'm not going to recommend that people go out and just read whatever. And so I agree with you, you know, as far as, like, we don't want to cause someone to um, water down their faith or begin to have a mixture of New Age beliefs because like you said it was it was a combination of things maybe maybe some truth maybe not and it's not worth the risk so that's kind of i would just say maybe a piece of advice on an individual basis you know uh follow scripture number 1 obviously but but ask god for discernment because <clears throat> and and that's why i like i love um the late jim rohn uh the business philosopher who was a Christian, he said, uh, be a disciple of no one except the Lord's. Because it doesn't matter how much we look up to someone who is a a giant of the faith, um, none of us have our theology correct in every point. So we we always have to exercise discernment in that. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, Yeah, go ahead. And, and kind of to that point, if you're able to, with discernment and wisdom and maturity, decipher um, people's testimonies, and I think Pastor Doug had said it on Blurry Creatures um, a couple years ago, his motivation wasn't to get all these stories just to have something cool to talk about. His motivation was to see people well. And, but I think he used the word anecdotal, um, which honestly, I think I'd have to look up. <laughs> oh, a- anecdotal, anecdotal, just anecdotal. Be- meaning, oh, Hey, I heard of a guy and, and he survived yeah. because he didn't wear his seatbelt. You know, it's, it's an anecdote. Yeah. It's one little story. Yeah. So I think what, what he was doing was he wouldn't take that story as gospel Let's say it was a a testimony of a certain person, right? But he kind of compartmentalized that and like, okay. But then when you hear it in testimony after testimony after testimony from people that don't know one another around the world, and they're saying a lot of the same things. Then it's corroborated. Yeah, they corroborate it. And then if you talk about somebody, even the one that uh, I was addressing, you know, where there was mixture and could we really trust this? Okay, some of the things that he was saying did fit some of these other stories. So it did seem to me to be kind of believable because I've heard it 
not just from him, but from other survivors, other people that have, you know, that I trusted. So that's where kind of the filtering and I wouldn't just, I don't know. Yeah. So that makes sense. Another interesting thing he said um, in his book was he, and this is just crazy because he's talking about, you know, psychic powers, astral projection, all these kind of out there new age stuff and yet claiming Christian beliefs. But then in the book he says to watch out for Ouija boards saying they're dangerous. I'm like, oh my gosh, like how are you, how do you not connect that to the stuff that you're, that you're doing? I don't know. Um, I, you know, it's funny. We, we, we hear some of these testimonies of people who have been on the other side spiritually and now they have almost like a covert ops. They've got inside information. I used to be this. I used to be a Satanist. Now I'm a Christian. Let me tell you, you know, some of the inside baseball of, of what goes on. Um, cause I lived it and they, and they, or some of these SRA survivors, right? Man, I just, I just, like you said, we want to be praying for this guy. Um, what I just thought this week, what a testimony he would have if he came out of this mixture of New Age and Christian beliefs, came out of that fully, repented of it, and and then with the knowledge that he gained, have an insight through the Lord to be able to say, okay, I was wrong on this. But along the way, I also learned this, this, and this, and I saw this, this, and this. You know what I mean? Like, I think that would be an amazing testimony. I would agree. Um, even my wife is, you know, recently, you know, uh, kind of scolded by the Lord. You know, it's like I, I've got so much more being the creator of this, of, of the universe and, and all that's available for you. You don't have to tap into this and this astral projection stuff is like, it, it is a counterfeit and it's like, seek me the genuine through his word, through his presence. Um, you got the spiritual realm that he created with ange angels. And is like, there's just, you, you're, you're willing to satisfy your, your flesh for this little bit of satisfaction that that does seem appealing, but it's really not to your benefit. When I've got a whole banquet available to you, if you would just seek the truth and 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 do it the right way. So it, it I'm always reminded that the the enemy the the, the Satan's motivations or the the temptations that he'll uh, dangle in front of us. It tickles the flesh. The flesh cannot, you can't redeem it. You know, the Bible talks about it has to be crucified. So the flesh and the enemy, they go hand in hand. So if, if it's something that is tantalizing the flesh, you got to be very careful. Is this thing that I'm doing really what God wants me to do? Because, you know, I almost feel like sometimes when you're trying to, and I would love to ask this question to Tim Bentz because we kind of touched on it when we were trying to learn how he hears from the Lord. 
And um, I'm thinking you like, okay, maybe I have an answer, right? And I've prayed about it. And the flesh wants to, you know, something immediate, something um, quick. But that's not always, that's not always the God thing, you know? And so you got to be careful if it's the flesh is being, uh, could potentially be tricked into, you know, something instantaneous. Okay, let me just pause. Let me wait for confirmation, you know, let that flesh kind of suffer a little bit because you're not getting it right away. And then, okay, well, it still might happen, you know? So it's just, I don't know. It, it, it's a, it's, it's a tricky walk and, but it's ultimately you're, you gotta be willing to yield and be humble and, and uh, submit, you know? And yeah, that's what I think was so instructive again about having Tim on um, last time because just modeling that walk and how he how he described you know Jesus in the first thirty years of his life as a human uh walking that out, living that out, learning that, learning you know being equal with the Father and yet modeling in submission um that's something i've that's that some people get get confused they think that like prior to Jesus on earth and then afterwards, they think that Jesus is still subservient or always was. And that was a temporary thing, you know, in his earth, earthly life in order to model that for us. But I love how Tim um, kind of explained that and how he, how he learned that from his earthly father, Joseph. So, well, yeah, well, that's, uh, that's about it, I guess, for this time around. Uh, we'll keep this one short. We just, I just wanted to touch on um, a little bit of some of these issues that we're thinking about, um, especially with uh, with having to um, change gears with this particular guest, but we'll keep him in prayer, of course, and um, and it's you know as God uses things for His glory and and works things for good for those that love Him, um, you know I think we've increased our knowledge about different things to be aware of this week, so. Um, and, Absolutely, and I think yeah. I think one thing um, that we could also be in agreement on is we do want the works of the enemy to be exposed. Um, so I think there was a scripture in Ezekiel eight where the Lord took the prophet Ezekiel to show what evilness was taking place underground in the in these different chambers under the temple, all, all this, there was pagan demonic evil worship that was taking place and by the priests, you know? And so we do want the enemy's works to be exposed and we want justice. We want people to be set free that are in bondage. So, you know, we can be in agreement with that, um, that fact, and um you know but we we want it we want it done the right way yeah you know that makes sense that god gets that god gets the glory through through that whole process yeah and we're not we're not creating a stumbling block for anybody i did i did find a lady also who was a, a former reiki master who's a, who's a christian now um and she responded back to me so i'm hoping to invite her on 
and share her okay. story. I think that would be instructive for people. Maybe I can get her and the other one that I found. Um, Doreen, I think yeah. was her name. It'd be really cool if that maybe the two of them can jump on together or something. If that works out, but um, yeah, we'll just we'll just this is the, this is a journey of exploration and learning, and uh, we're we're trying to do it God's way. And so I'm not going to be as hasty next time when I invite a guest on. <laughs> That's one thing I learned. All right, well we'll we'll wrap it up there. And um, as always. Um, Thanks for listening to the Days of Noah podcast. We appreciate you guys out there. Um, tune in next week. Um, we are going to have uh, Tim Bentz back, by the way. Um, he, he is interested in, in doing another follow-up, so we'll try to get that on the on the calendar this month. Um, Can't wait for that. But again, if you have any um, questions or comments for us, you can reach out to us at thedaysofnoahpodcast at gmail.com. And God bless, and we will see you next week.